This episode was brought to you by Bookout Blooms. Bookout Blooms sells cut flowers and designs. They're located in South End Charlotte. They have beautiful flower arrangements for any occasion you can think of. They even have classes where you and a group of girlfriends can come and learn to make your own bouquets. So head on over to www.bookoutblooms.com to learn more information. And if you stop by the shop, tell them that those other girls sent you. Can't relate to cancel culture? hookup culture, or victim culture? (laughs) Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, work, relationships, and everything in between. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. views expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect our employers. Enjoy. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Those Are the Girls with Mallory and Friends. I'm Mallory. I'm Victoria. And we are changing culture and bringing back traditional values. So I guess a little behind the scenes. So usually when I press record, I go three, two, one hit the record button at one I go three and accidentally hit the record button that's okay so (laughs) also not just that because I have it split screen I didn't see that the recording thing didn't come up so I was like waiting to hit record oh she probably hit record by now and then I started talking but my favorite my favorite is in one of the previous times I meant to tell you this you said you could hear you go one on the recording and I kept it in because I think that's kind of funny I don't know yeah you... so if you ever hear me counting down that's what's going that's what's <laughs> going on oh man how's your week going or how did it go it's busy I think this is such a busy week um yeah I missed I today's work I missed today's work last week so I had to catch up and on Monday, I was like, oh, my gosh, why do people take off work? Like, why would, That's why would how I, I feel. Whenever I take off time <laughs> to work, I just, I feel so out of sync. Like, I'm like, so stuff happened while I was gone? Right. <laughs> how dare you I, have meetings while I was gone? And I, just, I, like, I mean, so, I had, sorry, go ahead. I was just like, I'm so behind, like. I, I have no problem when the company's days are off, you know, like when everybody's off, like right. I can get back into sync, but it throws me so like, I get so thrown off. Like I took two days off, like two weeks ago for my sister's graduation. And I just felt like I was not in the right mind space. It was Wednesday. And I was just like, just like not in the mind space to like work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I, I just yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like I just like had issues focusing when I take time off. Oh my god, the I worst just... was when I took a whole week off for our um, honeymoon, and it was like the because we got married like the first weekend in January 2020, and so we took the whole week off after that for our honeymoon, and that was like everybody was getting back to work from Christmas break, and a lot of stuff happened, and I was just like 
I'm on my honeymoon, not left my laptop at home, not checking anything, and life went on. Yeah, I think I'm going to bring my laptop to the convention, which I hope everyone in North Carolina is going to go to. Yes, I got my tickets. Yep, I got it this week. Um, Tickets end on Sunday, so if you're going, you need to buy your tickets by May 23rd. This is the last day tickets are on sale. Did you buy the whole like big package or did you just get Sunday or Saturday? No, ma'am. I'm going to be ordering tomorrow the $75 general admission. Okay. Have you gotten your hotel? Yes. Actually, like the weekend before, I mean, the weekend when we found out about it, Ashley texted me and was like, hey, do you want to share a hotel room? And I was like, whoa, sure. Why not? She's like, okay, I booked it. And I was like, oh. But we have okay. friends down there. So I, I need to text them. Be like, hey, can we stay at your house? Um, yeah, it's been like two weeks. <laughs> well, okay. So we are looking at in. Would you be interested in, like, because President Trump's coming to speak. There's a whole dinner. So we're looking at getting a table and, like, splitting it with a bunch of people. We can talk after we're finished recording. Okay. we can talk after we finish recording yes okay well it's not it's just one of our friends up here that's doing it so i'd have to like mention it to her if you're interested okay but that would be be interesting i'm excited for that i i really hope that um he says something um jaw dropping i don't know why i paused like that yeah, <laughs> Ooh, that'd be good. Be like, oh my God, did you? Were you at the Republican or NCGOP convention? Yeah. Or well, I also would be nice if we could do photo, uh, get a picture with him. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I'm us, wondering but... if he'll like, because it's like a whole dinner after the business day. Yeah. And what are you I, wearing? I, probably business clothes. Okay. Or, I don't know, I'll probably, I have, like, a black jumper that I'll probably pair it with, like, a maybe a red jacket, maybe, a, like, I have, a, like, a Ooh. black and white jacket I can put over. Ooh. But I'm just going to say, we're going back to Greenville, my where I spent four years of my life at ECU, take you to all my stomping grounds, we'll go, go out partying, and if you want, it'll probably be late by the time we get done but um i'm excited i'm like excited yeah like i am so excited for their like their restaurants like there's a place called (laughs) winslow's there that has the best sweet potato fries and it has this like dipping sauce i don't know what it is but oh my god it's incredible and like my parents whenever they would come visit i take them there and they just go like so good like i am so excited excited to get they have a southern burger that I usually would get. So I'm excited to get a Southern burger with the sweet potato fries and a Moscow meal. That was my place. And then like, there's a, oh, there's two really good Japanese restaurants there. And yeah, I'm just like torn between food. which one I want to get to. Like one of them has like all you can eat sushi. Yeah, let's go to that one. I love those type of places. Um, But yeah, I'm really excited for that. I cannot wait i think it's gonna be a good weekend it's this will be my first date convention it's fine too i don't think we went 
last year it was like all online and it was just nothing really to vote on so like this year so like the chairman's up for re-election and i don't think anyone's going against him but the real is going to be like two um there's like two people going up for vice chair position so i guess that's where all that that that's where all like the probably take the longest is voting for that and all those that's probably where all those text messages are coming from yes yes so susan mills is one of them and then sherry womack is the other person um I've never met the Susan Mills person, but the Sherry Womack person is very sweet. Um, she's a sweet lady, very involved in the party. Um, when that's no in way endorsement for her. I'm just saying, like, I don't know the Susan Mills woman. Yeah. Uh, I I just keep getting all of the, um, the text messages. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Hi. Yeah in CGOP. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll vote. Um, sorry, y'all. So I was on my phone, the audio through there, and then it just like hopped off. And then that's why I had my headphones from the other way. Anyway, uh, I gotcha. We're back. Yeah, I saw, and also too, that was for you because I saw the look on your face. You were like, what the heck is she doing? <laughs> um, like, but but yeah, I had to. <laughs> yeah. Kind but. of, but anyway. Yep, are you ready for our top stories of the week? It's it hasn't been that entertaining. It hasn't been that like crazy of a week, I would say. You know, like it hasn't we like the like Go ahead. (laughs) We both keep talking at the same time. I was gonna say we've had crazier weeks, but I feel like some of these stories are crazier than Well the sky hasn't fallen. Right, right. Right, but we have anyhow, stories this week too. Go yeah, ahead. we do. Well, so we need to get going. All right, so our first story is um, oh my goodness, the American Girl Dolls are re-releasing the originals for the thirty-fifth birthday celebration. So whether you're first American Girl doll with Samantha or Felicity, we've got good news. American Girl has released its six original historical dolls just in time for you to buy the one you most identify with for your kids. The release comes as part of American Girl's 35th birthday celebration that includes fan favorites Felicity, Kirsten, Samantha, Addie, Josefina, and Molly. Mm-hmm. Included in each retro-inspired American Girl box will be the character's first paperback book with a vintage cover. And yes, the dolls all come with their original outfit and authentic accessories. I did not know they took these originals off. Why would you take these originals off? I don't get it. I mean, I know there's like yeah. a ton of dolls, which now I'm going to Google what dolls they have. Well, yeah, I didn't know they took them off either until we saw this article. And then everybody was talking about it in the conservative Facebook page. And I was like, oh, this just makes me so happy. I loved American Girl growing up. I And then I don't know, did you ever read the Dear America series? I don't think so. I've read a lot of the books. I know. A lot of them were like, I I just read a lot of the books. (laughs) I read a lot. Yeah. 
so like that's how I found so through American Girl I found the Dear American series those are really good too honestly I feel like they wouldn't be bad to read now but anyway back to American Girl um and I just so I had Addie Kaya Samantha and then one that supposedly looked like me but she really didn't um (laughs) but um I had those four and I love them so much and I at our um library in my city yes I would get all the books at the library yes and they would have one of those um like I don't know if your library ever had like oh the kids like 30 minutes something or another did they ever do like story time yeah 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 so they would do um an American Girl one I think it was like once a month and then like you go and we would bring whichever doll you wanted to bring you bring your doll you sit down and they would read one of the stories, and then we do an activity at the back of the book. And I just remember doing that, and then sometimes seeing um, this girl that I played soccer with, um, rec league. I played rec league soccer. Long story. And uh, I just remember seeing her sometimes and being like, "Oh my gosh, I like your doll. I like your doll." And then I remember we did like a popcorn thing from that. It's just, it's just so fun. Like I cannot believe I canceled these dolls. Now, in my head, I was telling my mom, I was like, do I, should I buy all of them? But that's ridiculous, right? Like, that doesn't make sense. But I'm also kind of like, why would they stop them? Like, that's such a good idea. I know. So, I had, um, Molly was my first one. I remember I got her when I was four. And I think I was obsessed with her because she had glasses. I really wanted glasses. Which is funny now oh, because and look I wear glasses. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, and then I got Kit and then Felicity and then Felicity's friend, friend Elizabeth. So it was, I blame American Girl for my obsession with historical history, historical fiction books, and my love for the Revolutionary War, the Great Depression, and um, the World War II. Because I realize now, I mean, like, I, I realize now it's like the World War II. Like, I love World War II movies. And I'm that's wondering if it's like imprinted in me, you know? Yeah. Like, which, who was World War II? Molly. Oh, Molly. Okay, yeah, okay. and her books. And I remember my parents bought, do you remember those like big books that they were like, um, they're big, but they detailed like, okay, this is what Molly's world was like. It wouldn't, it wasn't yes. like a fiction book, but it detailed into like, okay, this is like what happened during World War Two, and like people left. Yes, and, like I always had that, and I loved that. Um, I, I feel like, like though, I will say like my Felicity doll, it doesn't look like the original. Like I think I had like a different outfit for her really yeah I think like they had a different outfit because I kind of remember a rebrand for a hot minute um but I do I remember loved, the rebranding I loved their movies remember their movies so like yes. Shailene Woodley played Felicity thinking back that is so crazy I loved Felicity and then um the girl from Modern Family played Samantha right Was no that that no that's did she? I think so. Who played Let's... Samantha. Um, and while you open that up, um, 
the reason why I got Samantha was because no, it was Anna came. Sophia Rob. Anna Sophia, I know that name. She was the girl in Birch to Terabithia. Oh, um, yes. the girl on Soul Surfer, Race to Witch Mountain. Yes, 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 yes. That was Anna Sophia Rob. Yeah, that was brown hair. Okay, yeah, I'm looking. I so that movie came out on my birthday, and for whatever reason, I just identified with Samantha because of that. But looking back, that makes no sense. But I will say it's because Samantha and her book liked uh, mint chocolate chip ice cream. I tried it. Mm. And that's one of my favorite ice creams now. What was her time? Oh. So it was like the early 1900s, right? It was 1904. Okay. What was Not like her story? Because I knew she was like an orphan. What was yeah, like the, so but what, I guess like my question is like what history did it focus on for her? Because like the others is like, oh, like Molly was World War II, Kit was the Greek Depression. What was like so big about like 1994? You know, to be honest, I can't really remember, but I I think her thing was like her grandmother, she lives with her grandmother and her grandmother wanted her to be like proper and like be like mm. like fancy, I guess, because her grandmother was rich. Yeah. Okay. I, don't I remember she like, like a, saved those kids and they, I don't know, like her friend or something. Yeah, like Nellie. Yeah, yes. Nellie was, was poor. I kind of need to reread them. <laughs> I kind of need to reread them now that we're like talking about it. And you know what I find interesting is like you got the time periods out of the books. And the thing I remember the most about Molly is like she was in that spelling bee. And that girl spelled something the English way. Her, it was her exchange student or someone that lived with them, right? Oh, yes. So, they had, a, a, I guess, kind of, I won't say refugee, but pretty much like a refugee from England. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry I shouldn't laugh, but I don't know. This is the way you say it. They had a refugee. <laughs> yeah. Like, pretty from, much. like, um, uh, Lion to the Wardrobe, kind of like what happened with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I think, and, um, I remember that. I barely remember that it was World War II, though. I, and I found that very interesting. Like, what I took out of it was so different from what you took out of it. <laughs> I just remember thinking, dang, she's, I get it. Like, that girl came out of nowhere, and, like, she's, Molly felt it right. I remember thinking that. But I guess looking back, you know, she was a refugee, so yeah. it's not really fair to her. And then um, I had Kaya, too. So Kaya wasn't one of the original ones. I don't know. So. No, so my sister had Kaya. She had Julie, who was like the sixties. Who's Julie? She was like the flower mm. child, like um sixty something. I'm not okay with that. I just stick with the original. <laughs> um Well, I don't okay. see why are, I just don't see why why would you get rid of the OGs? Like I'm what I'm now nervous about is that they're going to try to wokeify everything, and I don't have any girls yet to introduce them to this. Okay, because like, and... okay, so they had Molly, but then they also have an American girl that um, also same tide period, but she's in like Hawaii at the same time period, I guess, like Pearl Harbor. So, oh, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, so it seems like they have like multiple dolls now for the different time periods. Okay, I kind of like that, I guess. Well, I, I mean, just wish that I'm, their story's tied over, not you don't get rid of the OGs. 
Yeah, like it doesn't make sense to stop selling those. Yeah. And for my ninth birthday, um, I went to New York for the very first time with so, my family. Uh, I we went, went to, to the, the one in Chicago. Yeah, I went to the one in Chicago because my grandparents used to live in Chicago. Oh, but what, I was like four, and I don't remember this at all. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I remember, and it was on my birthday, and they gave me a little pin that said, it's my birthday, and I got to pick out an outfit for Addie, and it was just really cool, and, like, there's actually one in South Park Mall, which is is in Charlotte, so that's kind of weird, because I feel like... Do um, they do tea time? Can we please take our dogs? Okay. (laughs) I legitimately, Victoria, not even joking, I've been thinking about that. I've been thinking, like, I wonder... Like, I'm thinking about all my friends with kids, but all the ones that are, like, age-appropriate are have boys. No, so, I'm like, no. I can't bring a boy there. So, one of my friends has a baby, but she's, like, one, and that's weird. I can't bring a one-year-old. So, I've just been trying to think, like, how do I get a kid to go to this American Girl Cafe to have a tea time? And you oh bring your doll God. and everything. Would it be weird if we went, the two of us, as, like, adults? It would be weird if just one adult went. I'll admit that. That would be strange. Like, thank you. You know what we should do? Out. I think we should just go screw it. Everyone bring your dolls. This will be kind of like, we didn't, because we didn't get these when we were a kid. Like, yes. there's not one there when we were a kid. Like, oh, we should do a meetup and have so people hard. bring their dolls and be like, screw it. We're going to do it because we didn't get this as a kid. We should. That would be so fun. We do a tea time at the American Girl Cafe. That would be so fun. And it's not like if all of us do it, it's not weird. Yeah. Like okay. Said, I'm I looking do it by at myself. That'd be weird. Yeah. I'm looking at these, and I think they've rebranded a lot of the clothes because Kit's clothes are not what I had for Kit. Like her face and all looks the same, but like her clothes are different. Really? Uh huh. Let me. See. See, I'm gonna go to the website now too. Now that you got me, because Josefina hers looks like they stayed the same. I think Addie's looks different too. Because if you look at like, because I think they've kept the Addie doll. Kaya's face looks okay. completely different. And real, like now talking about this in all honesty, maybe we can do like not a review of each doll, but, like, maybe talk about each doll, like, do a series or something. <laughs> yes. I yeah, think, Abby, like, can they go back to the OG covers? Like, I'm not feeling these covers. They're book covers. I remember when they got new covers, and I didn't like it. No, like, these look too, like, I'm sorry, but these t- look too modern. modern for me. I need them to go back. Because, okay, like, the beauty of it is, like, the books look historical. And, you know, that's how I feel about, um, I don't know if you ever read the Uglies series. Yes. Okay, they redid those covers, and I hate it. No. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. You know, it. they're apparently they coming out of a movie. They've been saying that since, like, 2005. No, I've heard, the, like, actual, like, I think they're coming out. Good. I will, oh, they don't do midnight premieres anymore, but I would midnight premiere that. I That series was so good. I think I, I might reread it before the movie comes out because it was just so mm. good there's so much to talk about 
that's another book we should add to the list to review. Okay, so Samantha's, I'm looking at the site now. Samantha's clothes are the same. Addie's clothes are the same. Oh, no, 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 no. If you scroll down, so that's their historic. They went back to the OG book covers, OG outfits. Because I think they've kept Samantha and they've kept um, Addie. So if you scroll down to like the bottom, like their outfits are very different. Oh, okay, okay. Well, you know, they have more than one outfit, though, right? Like, they have, like, well, yeah, but no, outfit. no, no, but this, like, the OG outfit that you get, like, when they come in the box is different. Like, it's not yeah. the same outfit on their cover. Like, I know you could get, like, oh, different outfits. You get what I'm saying? Yes, and now I'm like, should I buy one of these dolls? <laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> Why am I thinking that? Ugh. I, oh, gosh. You know what would be fun, though, is if we all, okay, I'm scrolling down now. Um... Oh, I was like, so this truly neat all with like the purple hair. I was like, I know they did not do that to Addie. I am going to flip. So I you will write had... a letter. So they were not called <laughs> truly me dolls when we were kids. They were just like me. Just doll. like me. So you had a just like me doll. I had a just like me doll. I had the one. Um, I'm looking right at her. I don't know. Number 44. I had that one. I just okay wait where are the you said there's different outfits for yeah so if you go because I was just looking at the historical dolls on that I don't really page I oh, w- historical characters yeah I, I like there. yeah okay I like kind of want to okay so here's another oh my gosh even on this little like uh the cover thing they're wearing different clothes that's what I'm telling you I don't you. like it no. I don't like it because I think okay, okay so Felicity's dress body. was not the original dress they had my Felicity doll came in like a purple dress oh yeah okay so this is what I'm thinking everybody we can pick a doll and like do some research yeah all right who is this melody she seems kind of feisty okay anyway yeah we can move to the next topic (laughs) (laughs) Um, we can talk about this all day yeah (laughs) so I will say for me my this was like what we got every year as a kid for my grandparents so my dad's an only child and so it's just me and my sister and my granny would always get the American Girl magazine sent to her my mom would too and so like we would pick out stuff but even when like even when we outgrew them my granny still got the magazines and so at Christmas time like the big one would come so my sister and I would just flip through the magazine looking at like what's different yes I we got I the think, magazine I think, into my high school time. I think my granny still got it when I was like in college. Until oh, like she moved in with my parents. Oh that's cute. Yeah. Anywho, all right. Our next story. Um it's not as beautiful and wholesome as American girls. Um at 16, Courtney Stoden was mocked and slut-shamed for marrying 50-year-old Doug Hutchinson. As Stoden says, it's taken years to free themselves from his and the media's abuse. Um, they go by they, them pronouns. 
That's the confusion. I've seen some gnarly truths that I wish I could unsee, reveals Courtney Stoden. If you recall, Stoden first made headlines in 2011. When at the age of 16, they wed Doug Hutchinson, a 50-year-old acting coach best known for his sadistic prison guard turn in the Green Mile. Though underage, their mother signed off on it. What followed was a media firestorm wherein Stoden branded the teen bride became an ob- object of widespread scorn and ridicule due to their apparent behavior, revealing outfits, heavy makeup, and large breasts. Anderson Cooper compared them to a stripper on CNN. Dr. Drew examined their breasts in front of a live studio audience, and celebrities even urged them to kill themselves. So, I wanted to talk about this because this is what everybody's been talking about because uh, Candace Owens has gone after Chrissy Teigen because Chrissy Teigen was one of the celebrities that had urged her to kill herself. Oh, I I did not. So is she the model that people are, or is that a whole nother person? Not a model. She's just a random girl. So there's also a model came forward about Chrissy Teigen telling her to commit suicide when she was like early 2000 early 2010s did you see that this is like the second time this has come forward are you sure it was a model because i think i thought it was but this girl i don't think is a model i think she's just some random not her i think it's like because i think it's come like multiple so chrissy well yeah while you're looking that up uh, just to give everybody background so i didn't want to talk about the whole cancel chrissy teigen thing because everybody and their grandmother has talked about it every some people think that cancel culture is okay when it's someone who's done something as abhorrent as what chrissy's done and then some people think that the markets will let it out themselves that you shouldn't like target people um and their brand deals and their jobs no matter who does anything or no matter what they do oh i got sorry you're right i got her confused okay my b it is this girl or is it different? yeah it is this girl i got her confused somewhere else so i don't want to talk about that i want to talk about like why this even came up because i personally have never heard of courtney stoden neither have i i know that i i wasn't part of i think that was all during that time of like paris hilton and like right and i think that was like literally right before us so I had never heard of her. So, but I was like, okay. So as y'all know, like uh, Nicole Arbor, who um, is a person, was on uh, the Candace Owens show and she stormed off because they were talking about this topic. So I'm like, who is this girl? Like, let me see, like, why are we talking about her? And when I read that Dr. Drew examined her breast in front of a live studio audience, I lost it. This girl is 16. Why was like, what was going on during this time? Why would they even think that that's appropriate? Examine her breast in a live studio audience. That I is think it's crazy. all coming out with like how the media treated uh, Britney Spears. Yeah. And they're yeah. kind of tying it kind of back to that and how like they like, I mean, what were the crazy questions like she got asked? Um, okay so one of the when that lady was like oh did you uh not the lady barbara walters i'm sorry i should have respected such a journalist anyway barbara walters was like uh this lady wants to murder you and kill you because of the things you sing 
how do you feel about that? And I was like, why would you ask somebody that? Like, and then she, Brittany cried a little bit. And it's like, of course she cried. Like, she's just singing what they pay her to sing. And, you know, if you don't have a good foundation, you're kind of just going to go along with the wind. Like, mm. have some compassion. And I think about, too, um, my brother sometimes will show me, like, old wrestling videos. And, like, I am not into that, but my brother is. And some of the stuff, <laughs> like, wrestling, you were talking about, like, subtle like stuff wrestling had some subtle stuff but I think about that now like during those other times now that we're more aware of like hi that's inappropriate how do we respond to that for example um you know I don't necessarily believe in cancel culture but I do think Dr. Drew should be held accountable for examining a six-year-old breast canceled culture is okay when the person's done like a horrendous crime you know like 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 it's done a horrible crime like harvey weinstein and jeffrey epstein like that's when cancel culture is appropriate i think at this i think this time it's appropriate too because like she literally bullied people online saying you should kill yourself and And i also think uh, and I think, and I think for uh, for us, like we don't believe in cancel culture when it comes to someone's political beliefs. But when you are being mean and a bully, and that's just not appropriate, you know. Right, and I think another thing where I am more lenient and toward cancel culture is when um, someone is unrepentant. Like, if they, when they double down, like yeah. Harvey Weinstein, or like, for example, Harvey Weinstein, he only got found out because someone snitched. Like, he wasn't going to stop. I think stuff like that, for sure. And, like, I don't know. I, I just, Dr. Drew examining her breath. Like, I just can't get that out of my head. That's yeah. awful. And I just can't believe people were okay with that. And, you know, I don't want to judge her parents, but, like, 16-year-old marrying a 50-year-old, that's so inappropriate Mm. and she said that she went through I listened to uh her interview and she said she went through all of this abuse and her parents did the best they could with the knowledge that they had and that's beautiful that she thinks that way like her she doesn't talk to her dad at all which is really sad um Mm. but she was saying like all of these things and you know I can't help but think that her gender confusion is linked to this somehow I like I'm not saying that every person abused or, I mean, that's abuse. I'm not saying every person that's abused will be gender confused, but I am saying that, like, those gender confused, I promise you, 99.9% have been abused in some way, Mm. you know? And I just, this is so sad. Like, ah, I just can't believe that we, like, people agree with that. Yeah. I I wonder. I mean, how as a parent can you say, you're good to marry a 50-year-old man? Like, how do you not question that? Well, okay. So in the interview, she said that um, she was trying to um, go through something. She was like, uh, not go through something. She was like, um, and trying to be in the industry or something. She met this guy and they got along really well and everything. And she finally told her mom first. And then her parents were going through a divorce, something like that. And he came over to dinner to ask, I think, for the permission to marry. Because, you know, her parents had signed off on that. And um, apparently he's, like, such a slow talker. They were like, 
oh, yeah, he's such a good guy. Like, why would we not let our daughter? She's such a good guy. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's so sweet. Oh, that. He, like, wooed her parents as well. Like, he, um, mm. what, I forgot the word she used. Manipulated. manipulated. She, yeah. She said that uh, he manip- manipulated her parents and her. And it's just, it's just so sad. But yeah, so if anybody was wondering, like, what the big hubbub was and, like, why Nicole Arbor and Candace Owens are beefing, this is why. Because Chrissy Teigen bullied this girl, and it seems like the media bullied this girl, and it seems like um, a lot of people bullied this girl. And it's really sad because it all happened in front of the world, and now she's trying to live a normal life. Yeah. Because... When I was looking for this article to put on our docket, um, I Googled her and I was like Googling her, her name, and then I picked news. And some of the latest were just simple stuff. Uh, Corny Stoden goes out to lunch. And it's like, dang, y'all can't give her a break? Yeah. <laughs> you guys about ruined her life. Y'all can't give her a break? She can't even go to lunch? It's, mm. it's sad. You know what else is sad, you guys? Not having appropriate fertility um, information. It's going into adulthood not knowing about your God-given femininity. So if you have not, you should listen to episode 83 of the podcast where we talk with Mary Kate from Femine Vero. Um, and the rest, I guess this will be the last episode, um, or we will have um, the link to donate to her amazing organization. Um, We believe in educating women on their bodies from a godly perspective. We think it is so important. And we also know that this is one of the best, most practical ways for us to continue to foster a culture of life in our society. So one of the ways you can do that is to help support Mary Kay and all that she's doing. If you listen to this episode, you'll hear about all the cool things that they're doing. And uh, if you follow them on Instagram, you'll see. And also, too, you'll learn some things. Because I learned a lot in that episode. And I'm right now on my own, like, fertility, like, learning my body. Like, how the amazing things that God, like, created us to do. I learned a lot and I'm married. Right, right. It's a really good episode. um, And for this will be the last episode that we are promoting that. But you can donate. Um, and there'll be a link in the description and there'll be a link in the bio and there's also a link on our website or you can just head over to their website to do that as well yep all right so our next, next story is um <laughs> the <laughs> as chicago mayor's lori lightfoot approaches the two-year anniversary of her inauguration reaching the halfway point through her first term she told the city's media outlets that she would grant one-on-one interviews to mark the occasion, but with one condition. She will only speak with journalists of color. I ran to break up the status or yeah, I ran to break up the status quo that was failing so many. That isn't just in City Hall, Lightfoot tweeted Wednesday morning. It's a shame that in 2021 the City Hall press corps is overwhelmingly white in a city where more than half of the city identifies as black Latino uh asian i think that's asian pacific or native american 
well, that's racist uh, <laughs> to only speak to journals of color. It's like reverse um, racism. I think that's the proper term. Okay. Well, it's reverse racism. Um, and also, too, this is a side note. I know she is stressed. That woman's city is on the news every other week. I know she is stressed. You could not pay me to be the mayor of Chicago. Yeah. Because, I mean, how do you fix their problems? But anyway, that's another point. Um, we're praying for everyone that lives in Chicago, Chicago adjacent. We are praying for you. So back to the story of her with all of these, with her reverse racism. Um, why would she like? Why would she think that's okay? Yeah. I mean, I. I I don't know like I'm curious like I get what she's trying to do it's amplify the voices of people of color and provide them opportunities I get it I don't think it's right but I get what she's trying to do Uh, okay so we kind of mentioned this a little bit I don't like the idea of you just doing this something for me out of pity yes like yes the idea of someone being my friend out of pity like grosses me like if I found out that someone is my friend because someone else was like I know this now I didn't have any friends you should be her friend I'd be like eh, nah it's okay I'm good because like I don't like that like the idea of you only coming to me because just because I'm a journalist of color, like, I, no, I, I mean, I wouldn't pass because I would add that part to the article. Like, yeah, she said all this and I'm upset because I put it off and, you know, I'm not going to pass think, an opportunity. Yeah. Do you think other people of color feel similar to you? Like, do you think, because no. here, here's the thing, like, I feel like with this whole quote-unquote civil rights movement going on this past year there's offer I don't know I I just wondering it's just it seems like we're only doing things because of because of the color race like we've talked about this under Biden's cabinet he focused more on people's skin color gender and sexuality than he did their qualifications for the role and I'm just wondering if like other people feel the same way or do you I don't know what do you think I think that not all but a lot of other minorities black people Latino just a minority in general I think they feel like they've been gypped their whole life and that like they're finally getting a chance and I think that's the difference I've never felt like I couldn't get something because I was black I mean Oh, okay. I I remember what I was going to say. I feel like this whole movement of, and I guess it's different for her, but I feel like this whole movement of focusing on like the minority part of you, it's coming, I feel like it's coming more from white people and like, I guess, white guilt than it is Mm. like actually focusing on making a difference and like, okay, like you, if you truly want to help people in these communities, Start a mentorship program. Don't just, Mm -hmm. or heck, hire people at the bottom. Like, for like, I mean, I, 
I got hired as analyst. That's the bottom of my company. Like do stuff like that and then work your way. Don't just give them stuff because of the color. It's because of their gender. Do it. And, and this is what frustrates me with like Biden. He and like he didn't do on qualifications. Like I feel like there's a lot more qualified people he could have given positions to that are minority, but he didn't focus on that at all. The media didn't focus on mm-hmm. that at all. And I don't want to look at be looked at one day as, oh wow, they she only got the job because she's female. Like I right. want to work hard. I want to prove that I can do this because of who I am, not because I'm female. Right. And I feel like, like I said earlier, I feel like a lot of people feel as if they were gypped and this is people's white guilt is fixing the problem. And like I was saying, like, I never necessarily felt that way. I mean, the only time I ever felt that way is like going to certain situa- situations, like with my hair, um, yeah. where I'm like, man, they're not going to hug my hair. But like, in real, like, life or death or like you know making I've never felt like I couldn't get something because of my race um and I think that that's just because of like my experiences and I don't want to discount other people's experiences because I'm sure there are sucky people out there and there have been terrible experiences I just haven't had that experience so I I do think that like a lot of this is coming from you know white guilt even though Lori Lightfoot isn't white, um, but I think I'm sure her advisors said, oh, this would be great. I, it would be know. good politically. But, right. And that, and, and I, I feel like, too, like, this whole movement and, like, the white guilt, it's also, it's not looked at, okay, like, we're going to do this for the goodness of the people. It's more as we're going to do this because people are not expecting us to do it, and it would hurt us politically if we didn't do it. Even though these programs they're right. creating are not truly making a difference. Um. The other thing, too, real quick, that I feel like this whole, quote-unquote, civil rights movement in 2020, all of these resources, quote-unquote, resources that people shared on Instagram were white friends of mine. I did not see anyone of color sharing this type of information on resources for you and your friends and, like, talking about race. It wasn't people of color talking about race, and I feel like it's just... You're putting a rubber stamp on saying, look at me. I am not racist because I shared this Instagram post. Instead of going, let's have a conversation about race. Let's go into these communities to make a difference. Let's actually talk to people in these communities. Go, what do you need to succeed? What can we do to educate you, provide you with the information you need to succeed, the encouragement you need to succeed? Because I've, t- I've, be, like, I've gone to these communities and these kids, a lot of them only see the people they look up to are either football players, rappers, or basketball players. No one tells them you can succeed by being smart, starting your business, going to college. They don't look at people like Ben Carson as someone to look up to and know that they can accomplish that right and here's the and here's the kicker for you to be able to go out into different communities for you to be able to um try to put yourself in someone else's shoes for you to actually do the stuff other than saying the right things here and there sharing the right things 
you would have to get outside of yourself you or sharing out, whatever comfort zone or sharing what society is telling you is the right things even though you have no idea because you're not educated no that if that's the right thing right. or not exactly but to do any of to actually like make the impact to do all those things you said earlier you would have to leave your comfort zone you would have to stop thinking about yourself for a second and unfortunately that's a huge problem that those seven people who are sharing those things have a lot the only reason why they're doing it is for themselves yep and it makes themselves really feel good hard for them yeah, exactly and it'll be hard for them to do something that'll make them feel uncomfortable because if you've never been around um you know the inner city for example if you've never been in the inner city you're going to be uncomfortable yeah if you've never been around people who you know are drunk at you know 12 p.m and slurring their words um and you're helping them if you've never been you're going to be uncomfortable and a lot of times those people who just want to post the black square aren't going to do that yeah and I, I bet that. people looked at me for not posting a black square or posting resources and look at me posting about being Republican and they go, oh, she's racist. But I've, I've gone into these communities. Right. I've talked to people. I've worked in community gardens because there's a food desert. I want to figure out how I can make my life better or not make my life. Sorry. How can I make your life better? and improve your life help you figure out education heck i'm trying to work on getting like a tutoring system going to help these kids who are behind because they don't have internet to be in school like just because i didn't post a black square or post quote-unquote resources doesn't mean like i feel like i'm more involved in the community than someone who posts all that crap on instagram and and most of the infographics are and most of the infographics, like, I can make an infographic telling you the sky is green and people will share it. You yeah. know, and it's like that information is not 100% accurate, but you share it anyway because you see all your other friends sharing and go, you know, that makes me feel good. That That's a smart idea. I'm going to do it. So I think you muted yourself. Sorry, this is just technical issue day. It really, can you hear me? Yeah, you're good now. Okay. Okay. Actually, it exited. Um, I don't know if you could tell. Could you tell? I just kept talking. Okay. Um, but yeah, so what was I going to say? Um, and that's why, honestly, like when people say that, um, oh, you're pro-life, you don't care about the baby. Oh, you don't care about poor people. It doesn't really, like that stuff doesn't really bother me because like, I do so much like I help people like I am involved in the community why would I bother me I I do so much okay where did I cut out because it exited out again no you're good it's like you're just like why would that bother me yeah oh perfect yeah we're good yeah because yeah Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to wrap it up and we can go real quick because I thought this article was okay. really interesting by BuzzFeed. So, okay. uh, and I'm glad we're talking. And honestly, I'm gra- glad. I know we don't do it a lot, but I'm glad we are talking about race a little bit because I do think people need to hear the, and especially me, I mean, I, I'm not a person of color like you are. And, and I, for me, like, 
and I'm not, I don't want to make this about me, but I think that it has been helpful to understand and learn. And I think also like, it, I think it's good for our audience to learn. Um, so yeah, I, I was just, yeah, I'm rambling now. All right. No, I, I agree. Yeah. I think it's good. Cause, cause here's the thing. Republicans don't talk about race. The left does. And so we're letting the left have that narrative and it's just, that's not true. Like, I will tell you, I think, in my opinion, I think Republicans do more for low-income communities for people of color than Democrats do, to be honest. Because we do, like, I, yeah. Yeah, I feel like we definitely have more long-term solutions. Yes, and especially Um, our beliefs and our thoughts and our wanting to create opportunity. Like, we just don't want to give you a fish so you eat for a day. We want to teach you how to fish so you can eat for life. Right, exactly. And I feel like the left dominates the conversation because it's very much like a, we're helping you right now, we're immediate. For example, giving, just talking to the black and brown people, like you said, there could be a positive, it probably is for an opportunity, but, you know, long-term, well, also, too, the other, and like you're wrapping this up, the other ramifications is like people see that and they get upset. And all that does is feed into people's fear of being left out of conversations, of being told that they're racist. You know, it feeds into their fear of thinking that they're not going to be able to have opportunities that other people have. Yeah. Yep. So our last story, BuzzFeed did an article. It's titled 13 Celebrities Who Still Struggle with Student Debt After Finding Success. I found this article interesting and I wanted to talk about it. And we're going to kind of Let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's um, do it. And I hope you notice similarities in the end. So just pay attention to their profession and then their alma mater. So the first one was President Obama. He said he was in his 40s when he finished paying off debt and should have been saving for his kids. Um, <coughs> sorry, I have a tickle in my throat. He obviously is President of the United States. He's been, he's been a community organizer, um, involved in politics. Honestly, he did not make money in politics. His alma maters were he went to Columbia University for political science and then Harvard Law School for his law degree. Michelle Obama, his wife, um, also had jobs being a lawyer, activist, nonprofit executive director, and author. She went to Princeton University with a BA in sociology with a minor in African American studies and Harvard Law School. Um, John Hamm, who He's an actor. He went to the University of Missouri for English. AOC, which I find it funny that they list her under um, being a celebrity, but whatever. She was a, um, she obviously is a U.S. uh, House member now. But she, her alma mater is Boston University, where she got a BA in international relationships and economics. Um, she was working as a, which um, I don't get this. She was working as a waitress before she 
a bartender before she became member of the house. I don't understand with a degree in international relations and economics that she could not find a job. Anyway. Uh, you'd be surprised. But still, international like... Relations, if you don't go into State Department, international relations is kind of... I don't want to say it's like a useless degree, but if you don't go into the State Department, like... Well, economics. What are you going to do? Like true economics, and, and maybe okay, it's fair. because of her beliefs. Like she, I know, like when she graduated, she went, and I think she worked in a nonprofit, then lost her nonprofit job due to like budget cuts or something. And then and I was gonna say, or went, doing nonprofits though, and then went and became like a waitress. But and like we'll keep going. This is only four, but my whole premise here is all these people are complaining about student loan debt. They went to private schools and they then went to professions that did not pay anything. So no wonder you can't pay off your student loan debt. Right. Okay. So next one is Cheryl Strayed, who she is the writer of Wild, Tiny, Beautiful Things, Advice on Love and Life. She went to University of Minnesota and got a BA in English and Women's Studies, and then went to Syracuse University for a master's in fiction writing. Miles Teller, who he's an actor, um, he went to New York University to School of Arts and got a BFA in drama. Gina Rodriguez, who she played Jane the Virgin. Um, she's oh. also, yes, she is an actor. She went also to the New York University Tisch School of the Arts and got a BFA in drama. Carrie Washington, who was on Scandal, she got, she's an actor. She got her degree from George Washington University and a BA in anthropology and sociology. Roxane Gay, who she is most notable for writing Bad Feminist and Hunger, a memoir of my body. Went to Norwich University, University of Nebraska Lincoln, Lincoln, got an MFA in creative writing, Michigan Technical University, PhD in rhetoric and technical communication. Pete Buttigieg, um, he is now current Secretary of Transportation. He went to Harvard University for a BA in history and literature, and then University of Oxford for a BA in philosophy, politics, and economics. He made a comment. I thought this was interesting. He made a comment while campaigning for the presidential nomination that he and his husband had more than $130,000 in student loan debt. And in an interview with Vice, Ooh. Budacek noted that while he graduated from college without much debt, the advanced degrees Chaston required to become a teacher resulted in significant higher balance. Kate Walsh, she Ooh. played um, Addison Montgomery on Grey's Anatomy. She went to the University of Arizona and studied theater but didn't graduate. She said she was only able to pay off student loans at the age of 37 because she got on a TV show. Cecil Shorts III, he's a retired NFL athlete from the Jacksonville Jaguars. He got a degree um, at the University of Mount Union, BA in health and physical education. Um, That's a hard place to... All you need is a PE teacher. Yeah. And the last one is Martin O'Malley, who is a former governor and presidential candidate. O'Malley and his wife took out loans for their daughter's education at Georgetown and the College of Charleston. So my whole philosophy, not the philosophy, my 
why I chose this article to talk about today is I just find it really interesting. These quote unquote celebrities are complaining about their student loan debt, but they decided to go into the business they did. They decided to go to the private universities that they went to. I'll be frank with you. I chose ECU because I got a scholarship and wouldn't have to pay for it. I could have gotten into, like, I could have gotten to Wake Forest and paid, I think, I don't even know what it's up to now, $60,000, $70,000 a year and just pulled out student loans. But I worked hard. I got, I worked hard in school. I worked hard in my sport and got a full scholarship to go to ECU. And I mean, granted, I am lucky, but there is a few, like, there's always a way for you to get school paid for, whether it's through an apprenticeship program or going in the military, getting scholarships. Like, you don't have to go to NYU drama school if you want to be, like, an actor, you know? Yeah, and I think that's the problem, that people think you have to go to all of these nice, fancy schools that you have to, um, you have to go to Harvard or you're just not going to get in anywhere. So then they're willing, they're like, oh, I have to do this. So I'm going to take out all of these loans and they don't understand like the consequences of it. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's probably the biggest problem. And it's not talked about um, that you don't have to go to, and I'll just use, for example, uh, in North Carolina, like for Charlotte, at least, everybody wants to go to Chapel Hill. Yeah. Well, actually, that's a bad example. Chapel Hill is like 4000 right? It's pretty cheap. No, Chapel Hill is like the most expensive public school. But like, okay, Davidson College, Duke University, like you're spending all this money to go get a degree that honestly... It helps some, but it's the connections you make along the way. Like, you're just going to be another person in the big room. You're like, and and I I think that's why I was so successful at ECU is like, I stood out at my university. And I got a lot of opportunities because I stood out as a student. And exactly. And like, what people don't understand too is your undergrad really does not matter. No, it doesn't. You want to go to like law school you should work really hard and do really well in your undergrad and then go to a fancy law school. And same with med school. Like those things, um, I still don't think you should take out a lot of loans, but if you did so, if you like just went to regular, a regular schmegular undergrad and did so well, you'll be able to get a scholarship to pay for your law school and med school. So then you can go to the nicer law schools and med schools. But your undergrad, you really don't have to go to all of these big fancy schools another thing I think we forget is like these people are I mean they're celebrities now but they're regular people there are people who are going to Harvard that are paying the full price because their great-grandmother's name is on a building so I think we also sit here and we compare ourselves to these people who are filthy rich and you know for example Seeing Hall was very expensive. Seeing Hall was like 60000 a year. And I remember I overheard this one girl I was friends with, her family, um, filthy rich from another country. And she was just in school because her parents made her go to a school. She was just, mm-hmm. all she was going to do when she graduated was just take over her family business. Yeah. 
Yeah. So they're paying out of pocket $60,000 a year. Mm. So you're sitting here, us regular people, we're just sitting here comparing ourselves to these people that can do that. You know, yeah. I, right now in the, the Mallory you see before you, well, I don't know if you can see me now because I'm not using it out. But the Mallory you saw before all of these technical difficulties <laughs> before you, she cannot pay $60,000 a year. Yeah. So we're over here trying to compete with these people that, and here's the other thing too, that girl isn't even in the, the job market of, no. you know, of the youth, like she already had her life set up. Literally she was in school because her parents made her go. She did not want to be there and she acted like it. And she graduated and then she just went back and did her family business. And I mean, there's so many people at all of these really nice fancy schools that have the same story. And we're sitting here comparing ourselves. We're sitting here trying to keep up with them. When the reality is we can just go to a regular school. And if you want to go to law school, once again, like your law school does matter. Well, your even like matters. you can take out student loans for law school, but if you decide to go into a corporate firm, they'll pay it off. Exactly. And I think like so with the Obamas, like I don't think they may have got a corporate firm like briefly. But I think they did a lot more, like, working on, like, a DA non-profit. or something. Like, not even nonprofit, like, and public then, service. Right. And here's the other thing, too. A lot of us, I know myself, so, like, in-game is entrepreneur, doing all, nonprofit, yeah. and then for-profit. That's in-game for Mallory. And I know a lot of people listening probably have something similar to that. A lot of, I am pro getting your degree. But a lot of things you might not necessarily need to do all of the schooling to get the degree yep. for either. Yep, so exactly. Like you're just, or you like, get paid more doing that. Like, you can get paid more doing a job that you don't need a college degree for. Exactly. And I think that's other things we need to, like, realize and we should think about. Um, Here's the thing, too. Like if you, sorry, if you want to go to college, there's a way to figure it out. Like, every... I have not paid a dime for any of my college because I figured it out. I figured out how to get it paid for, whether it's through scholarships or my company's paying for my MBA. Like, I don't, I don't think I'd be getting my MBA if I didn't have some funding to get it, you know? Yeah. Um, furthermore, if you, if you can work too, through school you don't have to go to a four-year degree full-time you can find a way to pay for your your schooling and my last thing and we'll wrap it up after you say what you wanted to say my last thing here it is hard to make it as an actor it is incredibly hard and a lot of times you don't find success until like your Kate Walsh's age at 37 yeah and I mean, I just so remember true. the office ladies. So that's like Jenna Fisher and Angela Kensington from the office. They have a mm-hmm. podcast and they were talking mm-hmm. about their sh- struggles and how like, I mean, the office was the first thing and then they were in Hollywood for years and the office was the first thing they could get on. And I get it's just like. These are not normal people to compare yourself with. Right. These 13 right. celebrities is not normal. You can, f- like, I, we do not need, I take that back. I don't, I just, I don't know. Like, BuzzFeed's definitely liberal. 
yeah like be realistic here why i don't know a lot you can find a way yeah i mean heck like we like sebastian has student loan debts that we have to pay down and it's because he had to pay for college i mean he worked his way through college but he still had to pay for it but my issue is with but he got a realistic degree all 13 of these celebrities did they have a business degree no no um heck aoc is the only one logical i don't even think she went to her economics classes based on her policy but <laughs> like none of them have degrees that will pay a ton of money like the english degree you're either going to teach or read or write or whatever like yeah you they're can't going, do anything with an english degree here's the thing. no offense these 13 celebrities they got they went to schools that are private or out of state they got a degree that will not give them a direct return their investment initially and they went into careers that they're not going to have a direct return their investment initially that is why their struggle has taken this long with student loan debt yeah that's my piece and i think to add on to that and you know i alluded to it earlier i think we should really also just go ahead and be realistic it takes you know i'll use the podcast for example i am the queen of uh big dreams 100 percent. but i will say this i understand that tomorrow it could happen if it's god but more than likely tomorrow i'm not going to wake up and there are a uh, hundred million downloads and yeah. uh the blaze turning point uh daily wire and a random and i don't know some we're not the random... skinny confidential yet right and because of that you make decisions based off of that because i do not have that i'm not going to invest you know three thousand dollars into a project that i want to do right this second that I don't have the money for. Build, that I don't have the money for. You take your time to build up to it. Yeah. You take your time to build up to X, Y, and Z. And I think that in this society, and I think it kind of goes to, um, it's still on the same topic, but it's part of the mindset that gets you here. I mean, it's off the topic, but it's in the mindset that gets you here. It's part of the society of not understanding like um, of the infant success. And people think that um, you wake up one day and you're famous when that's just not the reality no um i'm sure there's one or two people that that's happened to but like that's one or two people out of sixty thousand. um last thing on this is it just reminds me kind of of i was listening to demi lovato on um joe rogan the podcast and demi lovato was talking about god bless her soul seriously like i think we all should be praying for it but anyway she was talking about how, yeah, I'm in this new phase and life, blah, 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 and like manifestation, manifestation. And I think the way you are successful is you, you just have to manifest it. You just have to manifest it. You, and it's Joe, the mindset and you work your butt off. Well, that's the other thing too. Joe Rogan was like, he doesn't really believe that because he's like, all we hear are the success stories. What about George, who's been a janitor his whole life and has wanted to you know own a x y and z and he did all the manifestation manifestation things that he was supposed to do and like look he's still at that spot 
And like, that's just what it makes me think of. We all think that um, we can just become famous. We can do X, Y, and Z overnight when it really isn't that way. So we are over here giving, doing these things, thinking that, so we're over here, you know, what did someone have like, what was like $130,000 in where, okay, um, who was this person? The Roxanne Gay had $140,000 in debt um, for student loans because she's probably thinking that, oh, when she graduates, she's going to have the perfect job and it's going, it won't be no problem. She's going to pay back all the 140 right away. It's no big deal. But that just comes from our mindset of thinking that, like, I'm not saying she didn't work, but like, get to that, you have to work really hard. And I was listening to, um, last story, I was listening to this guy on YouTube who, he became famous after like five years of constantly working and he said people think that he's famous now well he's not famous to me because I wasn't really into that whole YouTube thing but back when in the day when I rose into the all the prank videos stuff like that he was one of those guys and uh, he's like people think that I just woke up one day and I was famous he's like no it's you put in a lot of hard work and I think people think that they can just and go to this college spend $140,000 and then they graduated I don't know here we go when also too like right now it's hard to get a job that is worth your $140,000 sure if you want to work at Burger King they're hiring but like if you have $140 in debt I don't think you're trying to work but then you have an MA I don't think you're trying to work at Burger King so it's hard to find jobs like that so why are you going to put all that time money and energy and to get nothing out of it you know that's just I get there's a different Because most people do it because it's their passion. And I get following your passion. Really? Don't complain about student loan debts and how you're not getting paid. Final thing, and then we'll wrap up. I think the issue here, it's not student loan debt, but the cost of college. That's what we need to be focusing on. We need to be focusing. There needs to be an audit done nationally in our public schools private schools they can do whatever they want they can charge a billion dollars a year if they want but in our public schools there needs to be an audit on why are they costing that exactly why is it costing this much do we really need that crazy big new auditorium that they just built you know like i remember at ecu our fees got raised to build a new student center and i know that we got because our athletic department didn't was not good. They put that cost on the students. So I think there needs to be a national audit on state universities and figure out okay, why is this cost so big? Where you shouldn't be focusing on student okay, th- this goes back to the whole if we focus on student forgiving student loan debt, that is just one little thing short term that's not going to make a difference if we forgive student loan debt and that's it we're going to be forgiving it forever our kids are going to have forgiven student loan debt what we need to be looking at is why is the cost of college so expensive that's what we need to be looking at yeah i agree with you 110 percent yep so that's all i have that's all i have too um I guess we just we just want to do a conservative woman of the week. Um, couldn't really find one right away, so that's okay. And it is super late. Um, just make sure that you ch- 
you see how late it is i'm not even making sense <laughs> make sure you shop at cultureoflife1972.com they have super cute clothes and use the code those other girls 1972 to get 10 percent off yep. all right you guys thank you so much for listening and you have a good rest of your day week hour whatever it is bye guys bye Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram at Those Other Girls Podcast and on Twitter at TOG underscore podcast. Those Other Girls, changing culture and bringing back traditional values.